one of the many ancient heresies of the church is called Pelagianism. And it, the heresy said that uh, our sanctification and salvation is primarily our own work, that we uh, have a primary role in saving ourselves by our own effort and will. And that was defeated by Augustine and other great uh, early fathers of the church. However, the heresy has come back in many different forms throughout church history. And if we're honest, all of us, to a lesser or greater degree, become Pelagians at some point or another. Because we forget the primary role of God in sanctification and salvation. And our tendency toward sin and pride leads us to want to attribute salvation to ourselves. It's a common temptation that takes on many very subtle forms rooted in pride. And of course, salvation and sanctification is, uh, we do play an essential role in that, obviously. However, our role is fundamentally secondary to God. The primary agent of sanctification is God. And specifically, we attribute that to the Holy Spirit, which is why one of his ancient titles is the Sanctifier, because it is truly his work in us. And this is hard to do, hard to accept, because it requires giving over our pride and admitting that this great work in our souls is not completely my doing, my task. And no matter how talented I might be or dedicated I might be, it's ultimately up to God. And so truly the Holy Spirit, the sanctifier, is that primary agent of our ongoing sanctification and indeed of our salvation. And this is the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And therefore, this means that the primary, we might say, spirituality or posture we must take toward the Holy Spirit in order to embrace all that he wants to do in us is one fundamentally of passivity, or we might say of yielding or surrender, because it's not our work fundamentally, it's his work in us. And so if we want him, the Holy Spirit, to do that work of sanctification in us, we have to step aside. And that's, of course, much harder said than done, even though it's very simple, because it requires putting aside all of our own plans, all of our own pride, all of our own thoughts of, of worthiness, and surrendering and yielding to him, to his action in our souls. How does the Holy Spirit do this? Many ways, but one of the main ways is through the sending of his seven gifts. 
these gifts are poured into our souls at our baptism and then, of course, given in a greater abundance during confirmation, the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. See if I can remember without notes, wisdom, counsel, understanding, knowledge, fortitude, piety, fear of the Lord. And the gifts of the Holy Spirit are unique from other gifts given to us, like, say, virtues, because gifts have no corresponding human element. So I can't work at gifts of the Holy Spirit and grow in them through my own human effort. Whereas with virtue, we have grace building on nature and we have to apply our own human will and effort with grace to grow in virtue. But the gifts of the Holy Spirit are unique because they are not up to us and our power and our will in any way whatsoever. The gifts of the Holy Spirit are divine perfections of charity and virtues that we cannot attain in any other way besides yielding and surrendering to the Holy Spirit. If you throw out words in our world to your average person on the street, like, say, freedom and creativity and spontaneity, I bet your average person would say that Christianity is fundamentally opposed to all of those things. But Christianity properly understood, Catholicism properly understood, those things actually define life in the Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that gives us true freedom to flourish and to thrive. And it is the Holy Spirit that works spontaneously and creatively in our hearts and souls. And that's the whole point of the Holy Spirit, that he operates in ways we cannot plan and anticipate. And, he, and therefore we can call him the creative or the creator spirit. And we cannot predict, so it's very spontaneous. and We cannot plan it. And that's why we need to acquire this fundamental orientation of yielding and surrender so that whenever the Holy Spirit wants to inspire us in particular moments, in specific situations, to give us divine aid to reach the perfection of charity, our hearts are open and we can respond and we can let the Holy Spirit act in us according to those sevenfold gifts. So where there is the Holy Spirit, there is, as St. Paul says, freedom. There is creative action taking place in our hearts. There is true spontaneity, creativity and spontaneity that leads to our flourishing and our perfection. And so in this way, the work of the Holy Spirit of sanctification is one that is deeply personal. The Holy Spirit works in unique ways in each of our lives. He distributes the gifts of the Holy Spirit 
in a way that is proper and specific to each and every one of us in our particular state and lives, in the particular situations we find ourselves in. And so therefore, Christianity and the work of salvation does not work to flatten us all out and make us all exactly the same, but quite the contrary. The work of sanctification brings out all of our uniqueness and makes us all uh, uniquely diverse in that way. And so how do we be open to the Holy Spirit? How do we yield and surrender to him? There's no trick, it's very simple. Daily prayer and practice of penance and mortification. Because daily prayer puts us in communication with God. Daily prayer makes us more aware of the Holy Spirit's action, ongoing action in our lives. And then daily practice of penance and mortification is also essential. Because if we want our souls to be free to attach to heavenly things, divine inspirations, then we need to detach our souls from things of this world, from worldly pleasures and temptations. So our yielding and openness to the Holy Spirit corresponds directly to how free we are of worldly temptations and sin. So therefore, penance and mortification as a daily practice is essential for life in the Spirit. And so there it is. That's how simple it is. So let us open ourselves to a deeper yielding and surrender to the Holy Spirit, to his creative action of sanctification. And in that way, he will bring to full fruition the ongoing creative work of his sanctification and salvation in each of us. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.